the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show and welcome to Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, we have a special program for you today and this evening. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you on this sacred Memorial Day weekend, the weekend where we as a country and as individuals honor those and recognize those who gave their lives in service, in uni- wearing the uniform of the United States military, defending our freedom and our liberty and our security. We have a great lineup of interviews that we have previously recorded with United States combat veterans. We'll go to those in just a moment. Right now, I want to let you know that today's program and tonight's program are sponsors, sponsored by and presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster and by attorney Russ McClatchy, attorney at law offices Longwood. Attorney Russ McClatchy recognizes and honors all the members of the United States military, and especially those who gave their lives in service to our country. Later in our program, we'll hear from Sergeant Lou Boria. Sergeant Lou Boria is a true American hero. He enlisted as a teenager in the United States Marine Corps back in in the 1940s during the days of World War II. He served in combat as a combat veteran in World War II. Later, he served as a combat veteran in, in Korea. He also is a gold star dad. Two of his sons died due to wounds that they suffered serving in the military in Vietnam. We'll also hear from Sergeant, excuse me, Specialist Jose Bolin, United States Army Specialist Jose Bolin. Specialist Bolin served in two tours of duty in combat in Operation Iraqi Freedom One and Operation Iraqi Freedom Two. Also today, he serves um, as an advocate and a counselor and an advocate for informing the public about uh, PS post-traumatic PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder suffered by so many of our combat veterans. Well, right now we're going to go to an interview that we recorded uh, at Porky's last November with Sergeant Lou Boria, Joe Ferraro, our own Joe Ferraro was there with us as well. And of course, Joe is a United States Marine Corps veteran as well. And we'll hear from Joe Ferraro and Sergeant Lou Boria right now. I was in uh, 76. See, I, mean, I, I mean, I meant to say United States Marine, Marine Corps, Corps veteran. veteran. Yeah, well, I didn't see combat, though I was trained and prepared to go. You were ready to be there. there so that, and, 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 and guess what? Still am. our heroes are always ready and before we go to our panel that's one thing I do want to mention about all military veterans 
is because once you enter that service, once you are wear that uniform, you never know what assignment you're going to get. That's a fact. Um, and let's go back to, to Sergeant Lou Boria. And Sergeant Boria, what else would you like to share with us? You told us the very interesting story of how you came to be a Marine, to some great insights into your, your boot camp experience, earning the respect of possibly the tough, one of the tough, certainly one of the toughest uh, Marine Corps drill instructors on Paris Island at your graduation day. What, what else would you like to share with us? Well, like I said, from the time that I, I uh, went in the Marine Corps, uh, like I said, it was November uh, 43, and uh, I was on board ship heading overseas to the South Pacific in May of, of uh, 44. And so that uh, uh, we went to Hawaii, it, they trained in one of the islands up in uh, uh, Hilo. Uh, the, I think the camp, the name of the camp was Tar- Tarawa. And we trained there for, and then, like I said, we got on board ship and spent 53 consecutive days on a troop ship. I mean, you want to horror. That, that's one of the worst, is to be in a place like that out in the middle of the ocean, uh, not, not making any... The only thing every now and then we get up on deck, you're looking around, and then you might be, we'll see one or two ships. Get up the next day, you get out, you look out, and there's about 50 ships around, you know, different convoys, and working our way out to the South Pacific. We were headed for for the invasion of uh, Leyte in the Philippines. (coughs) And like I say, I don't want to get going into any of this. uh, combat stories, and you know, everybody hears so many of them. But anyway, the preparation is the, the part that is so hard. Like I said, it being the 53 days on board a, a troop ship like that, then comes the time for the, you're going to go ashore. They bring these small boats along the, the ship. They drop the nets over, and it's like maybe like a three-story strap. Now, when you go over the side of that ship, now you're trying to hold on to that lead. You've got your pack, your helmet, and rifle. Most likely about three bandoliers of ammunition. So you, you come crawling, trying to get down, and, you know, with that extra weight, and then, you know, on the net, that's not, and and, it, and the boat, it's just bobbing. I mean, it, it might be come up about three, three feet, drop, and it, so you're left dangling. If you get pinned by that, you know you're going to lose your legs. <coughs> so anyway, the staff, the sergeants, we went over first. Then you drop your pack, and... Just hold on to the net so that these guys could have to, you know, just come down. But once the boat drops, you're left dangling. So I'm holding on to the net. I'm just dangling there, just kicking my foot so that if and when the boat hits, it doesn't pin my feet in there. So that you're trying to get... There was a time I said there was two guys just froze on the net. It, you, these guys, they're going to move. So I, like I said, I had to climb up take this guy's rifle and then, and, 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 you know, talk him into coming down. And like I said, it was a horror trying to get him, you know, cause I mean, I knew what he was doing, but this guy was so upset that, you know, he's he trying to tell him, no, kick, kick your feet, kick, kick the net out of the way so that when the boat, this guy, he must have dropped about two foot with the, I mean, it was like a, like a bundle. Or like but anyway, now, now you get on the, and now you're in a rendezvous. The reason for the rendezvous is if they're having trouble ashore, they're not going to send the, tr- the troops in. So you get into this rendezvous 
until they, they get a clear from the beach. But now to get in this rendezvous, you're right behind the, there's five boats or six boats, and they, they're flat. They don't have a keel. So as they hit, the spray of water over the top, so <coughs> by the time you make one or two trips, you're soaking wet. The next thing you know, seasick. I mean, you talk about guys getting sick and puking. That floor on that boat, it was like you're waddling puke. I mean, guys <laughs> slipping laying on the ground. They, they give up. <coughs> that is okay. But, you know, the thing is that the spray the water, but the fumes, diesel fume. I mean, it's horrible. You, you just can't get away from it. So, anyway, they stuck it on that. They said, okay, the signal, you're going to show. A lot of the boats are sailing through. That did got to hit the beach. Where's the troops? These guys are all out on the floor. I mean, full of puke. The, oh, man. But anyway, those of us that survived that try to get these guys up. And I mean, they tell them, shoot me. I <laughs> they were just so upset. That boat hits the beach. And we go crying. And I mean, I must have got two steps. And there's nothing but women and children. you got to see these Filipinos. Had the... the, the, the uh, Filipino gorillas, I wiped out all the chaps in that area. And all we have was women, I mean, these women, Americano, Americano, and they hugging and kissing you, shoving booze, and the kids are dragging, pulling, and the guy's hollering, get off the beach, get off, get off the, I can get, I get with all the pocket, and the, plus the woman and two kids on my back, I got to try to, what a, it was like, it was, a, what, a, what a thrill. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show and Talking Old School Tribute to Memorial Day presented by attorney Russ McClatchy, Longwood, attorney at law. And, you know, just to, to elaborate a little bit on what we just heard, I hope you're enjoying the program. That was Sergeant Lou Boria. He's talking about his real-world experiences serving in the United States Marine Corps during World War II. And you know, one of the great things that I really enjoy about hearing these 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 stories from Sergeant Lou Boria and you know, the other veterans as well, but especially Sergeant Lou Boria, is you know he really brings to life the kinds of things that we only know um, for, from watching movies or, or hearing uh, second and third hand accounts. And you know he's talk. It was particularly interesting to me to to hear his story about how what it was like to be on a troop ship and just you know, kind of what a miserable experience it is uh, to be on a. a, a a troop ship at sea for for literally months at a time. Um, the harrowing experience of of sea, of just coming down the ropes off of a off of a troop ship to to, to get into the uh, the, the the water you know, to to the boats uh, in order to uh, you know to be carried onto shore, you know, and just how, how what a difficult experience that was and even a dangerous experience if you, if you heard him say even a couple of guys even froze on the ropes and you know it, and it w- wouldn't even even come down um and and that you know just hearing these stories just you know really shares get, brings to life exactly what it um what it must have been like or uh, you know to to experience you know not only uh, experience combat, but to, to to serve in the United States military under these conditions and all the many, many challenges, uh, the challenging life that our combat veterans lead and these, these firsthand experiences. We really appreciate Sergeant Lou Boria for, for being with us to to share these experiences as we as we pay tribute uh, to those who served and those who died on memor- this Memorial Day weekend on both of our programs, the Roger Franklin Williams Show and Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. Later in our program, we'll hear from another 
outstanding United States military combat veteran, U.S. United States Army Specialist Jose Bolin, and Jose Bolin served two tours of duty in Operation Iraqi Freedom, one and two. And as we have will hear from his story, he actually enlisted. He was inspired by the events of 9/11, the attacks on our country on September 11, 2001, to enlist in the United States military and to serve personally to protect our freedom. Well, here's the, here's the accounts later in the program. But right now, before we go, I want to give you this word. Before we go to our, our break, I want to give you this word from Attorney Russ McClatchy. Attorney Russ McClatchy's areas of practice include, but are not limited to, the fields of criminal defense, personal injury, federal crime, DUI, and DWI, and juvenile law. Attorney Russ McClatchy recognizes and honors all the members of the United States military and especially those who gave all to protect our freedom and security. Please stay with us uh, on today's edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show and Talking Old School Tribute to Memorial Day. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show and the Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams tribute to Memorial Day. It's wonderful to be with you, friends, on this Memorial Day weekend. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. You're listening to our annual programs that honor and recognize and remember those who died, those who chose to give their lives defending our freedom and our liberty and our security, gave their lives to defend our constitutional rights. We have some great guests. These are interviews that we've recorded previously with outstanding United States military combat veterans. We're hearing right now from Sergeant Lou Boria, who was a combat veteran of World War II and the Korean conflict, he re- he enlisted in the United States Marine Corps as a teenager during World War II and saw heavy combat, including duty combat at the Battle of Leyte Gulf, one of the most important and famous battles in United States military history. Um, it was basically the battle that paved the way for General MacArthur to return to the Philippines and was a turning point in the victory over the Japanese in World War II. We'll go back to Sergeant Lou Boria in just a moment. Uh, and, of course, later in our program, we'll hear from United States Army Specialist Jose Bolin, who served two tours of duty in uh, combat duty in Operation Iraqi Freedom One and Two. Before we go back to Sergeant Lou Boria, I want to let you know, give you this word from our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and remind you that Sheeler Auto Repair salutes our veterans and all those who served and all those who gave their lives this Memorial Day weekend. And I also want to give a shout out to our to the guys up at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and remind you that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair is your one-stop headquarters for all your lawn and garden needs this summer and this spring. Now let's go back to our tribute to Memorial Day program, and we'll go back to Sergeant Lou Boria. Now he will share, and and it's a a great story about, um, once again, his service during the 
Battle of Leyte Gulf. And let's go back to Sergeant Lou Boria. You know, when it came, I was in the South Pacific, and, you know, some of the islands were island hopping, and uh, MacArthur uh, uh, was, uh, you know, with the Army guys. And uh, when it came time to go to the Philippines, well, MacArthur touched Limits. Limits was the admiral in charge of all the operations in the Pacific. And he, he told the Limits he, was gonna, he wanted to be an all-Army show the invasion of the Philippines. So the Nimitz told him, he said, no, you're not. He says, you, you got this far on the backs of the Marines, you're going to take Marines. Yeah. So the thing comes that we get aboard ship and we're about uh, maybe a couple of days out. <coughs> All of a sudden, they, they call us up on deck. He says that they got the word that, you know, the drug, the dungarees, we have a pocket which says USMC. He says, MacArthur has us cut that off cut the pocket off. He didn't want anybody to know there was Marines when ashore there. Could you imagine this? A general, four-star general, and to have to... So anyway, one of our, one, once we got ashore, one of our officers, I don't know where he found the 4 by 8 plywood, and he put a sign on the roadway where we were. He said, with the grace of God and a few Marines, MacArthur returns to the Philippines. I love it. <laughs> the, the, MacArthur wanted court-martial and the, the Stars and Stripes got the story. And they started ch- checking out. And they warned MacArthur, you, you know, we're going we're gonna to get after you. So th- would you believe two years ago, her and I went, my wife and I went to, to Quantico. And they have a museum there. And this time, it's down the wall. I flipped. I mean, the tears running down my eyes. I looked at that. And then they had changed one word. Instead of putting down and a few Marines, they put and the Marines. But, uh, but it was right up there. And I, and I, nice. I, I, what a drill that was to see something like that, you know. Thank you, Sergeant Lou Boria, for an incredible behind-the-scenes story from World War II, That's a bit the of history. war in the Pacific. It's a bit of history you're not going to get in high school. No. Or anywhere else or except on Talking Old yeah. School, yeah. America's patriotic sports talk show. Friends, I hope you're enjoying the program today. It's our annual tribute to Memorial Day. And um, on the Roger Franklin Williams show and on Talking Old School. Appreciate you joining us on this Memorial Day weekend on the program where we honor those who gave their lives wearing the uniform of the United States military to protect our freedom and security, to protect my freedom and security. You know, what we were hearing there was very interesting, you know, and, and that's one thing that we won't really see, um, you know, from afar as civilians are the uh, the internal a lot of the internal conflicts the turf battles uh, and even some of the um, the personality conflicts and animosities between members of our own United States military even our own side of course you know it's um, I probably well documented about in World War II specifically about how difficult it was in certain cases to 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 bring you know, for General Eisenhower to bring together all the various um, egos, if you will, of the generals, both you know, dealing with Winston Churchill, um, Montgomery, General Montgomery of the, of the British, you know, of course, you know, General Patton on our side, who was very aggressive and very assertive, um, you know, other generals as well. How you know, just just the challenge of of bringing everybody together. Um, to, to, to get them all working together uh, to accomplish the mission of, of winning the war. And what we heard there from 
Sergeant Lou Boria was some insight into, I guess, some turf battles, if you will, some some conflict between General MacArthur uh, of the United States Army um, and and the Marine Corps specifically, and of course, uh, you know, Admiral Admiral Nimitz, uh, United States Navy Admiral Nimitz, and you know, from what Sergeant Boria shares with us is that as we as the American forces, uh, Navy and you know, Army and Marines were preparing to pave the way uh, for General MacArthur's return to the Philippines uh, by fighting a, a, a huge naval battle um, as well as a land battle. But uh, the, the United States Navy was actually at the, at the core of the Battle of Leyte Gulf um, against the Japanese to, to secure the Philippines for MacArthur's return. Uh, you know, General MacArthur wanted it to be uh, all Army, uh, and to get Army to, to get the, the recognition for the land battle. And, of course, the Marine Corps pushed back against that um, in some very creative and innovative ways. And it was great. To, it was just really fascinating, actually, to hear this inside account from Sergeant Lou Boria, who literally was there. He was there at the Battle of Leyte Gulf and, and, and fighting it. And later we're going to hear a little bit more from Sergeant Lou Boria, and we're going to hear also from United States Army Specialist Jose Belen about his service and also specifically about, you know, some of the, the traumatic after effects of, of actually serving in combat and, and actually the toll that serving in combat uh, takes on, on our soldiers and on our warriors. And in, a, in Sergeant Jose Belen today is very active in helping to support um, those who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder due to their service in the United States military. And we're going to hear uh, about some of those efforts a little bit later in our program. But right now, I want to remind you, of course, that you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show and the Talking Old School tribute to Memorial Day on this Memorial Day weekend, presented by Russ McClatchy, attorney at law. And I want to let you know that attorney Russ McClatchy's areas of practice include but are not limited to the fields of criminal defense, personal injury, federal crime, DUI, DWI, and juvenile law. And I also want to let you know that this Memorial Day weekend, our friends over at Miller's Sod Sales salute all members of the United States military, but they pay tribute to those who, and recognize the service of those who died wearing the uniform of the United States military as they defend our freedom and our security. And friends, I also want to tell you a little bit more about, uh, tell you a little bit about our friend David Rubin, because uh, founder of the, uh, of an outstanding, extraordinary organization, Heroes Strong, you know, Heroes Strong was, um, is, is a, is an organization that's dedicated to supporting our military, our members of the United States military, our member military veterans and others who serve and protect us uh, citizens and civilians in America. And Hero Strong not only uh, recognizes, honors, and supports the United States military and uh, members of the United States military. They support our police, our policemen, law enforcement officers. They support firefighters and EMTs and teachers and nurses doctors and nurses. And we'll be hearing from David Rubin on a future show as well. Of course, we've been pleased to have David Rubin join us on some past shows 
as well. He was actually here when these interviews were recorded uh, at Porky's back in November. And we wanted to once again remind you about the great work uh, being done by David Rubin and Hero Strong. And, and you um, and we and he's got a hu- two huge events coming up um, in the future later this year that we'll be telling you more about. One is, of course, um, his act and you know, the actual activities that Hero Strong does on Flag Day to support to just uh, recognize and honor our American flag and the values that it represents. And then there's going to be a, a, a very large a tribute to Vietnam veterans at the Apopka Altamont VFW. And we'll be telling you more about those events later as we get to them. But in just a moment, we're going to uh, take a break. And then a little bit later, we'll hear from United States Army Specialist and Combat Veteran Jose Boleyn. Um But right now, of course, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that Florida Door Solutions supports all members of the United States military. And this Memorial Day, Florida Door Solutions recognizes the service and the sacrifice for all who died in service to our country in the United States military. And friends, I also want to um, remind you to stay tuned a little bit later. We'll take this quick break, and then we'll come back, and we'll be joined later in our program by United States Army Specialist Jose Boleyn talking about his service in combat in Operation Iraqi Freedom 1 and 2 and the work that he does today to support combat veterans who are struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder. Please stay with us on today's tribute to Memorial Day on the Roger Franklin Williams Show and Talking Old School. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And welcome back to Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams on our annual Tribute to Memorial Day program. I want to thank you for joining us on this Memorial Day weekend as we honor and recognize those who died defending our freedom and our security and our constitutional rights in service in the United States military. A little bit later, I want to let you know, of course, our program, today's program and tonight's program are presented by Attorney Russ McClatchy. Attorney Russ McClatchy recognizes and honors all who died in service defending our freedom in the United States military. Right now, we're going to go to our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. And, of course, as you know, Vito and Rhonda are huge supporters of, of our United States military veterans. And they do great work preserving the memories of so many of our United States military veterans and their families. And let's go to Vito Fira right now and have, his, have him tell us about it. Hello, Vito. Thank you for joining us on this special week program, Memorial Day weekend programs. Yes. Hi, Roger and listeners. What a pleasure and uh, blessing to be on this wonderful, wonderful Memorial Day uh, weekend. Thank you for having us. Now, I'd like to have you talk specifically today about the, the tremendous work that you do preserving this incredible history 
of our military veterans and that is also brought in by the families of our military veterans. Yes, that's a memorable time. I mean, this happens all year round where people find old videotapes, film, records, vinyl, and audio reel-to-reels and cassettes. And uh, as you know, and many of your listeners know because they know us and they've been in here so many times, that we restore all those things that they cannot listen to and they cannot play and they cannot watch. And uh, they are not about to just take that valuable material and put it in a box and mail it to somewhere. So they come in here, they will drive miles and miles. They've come from out of state all over, and they bring these memories down here for us to, re- to uh, restore. And let me tell you a real quick story. This just happened absolutely today, and I just got off the phone about an hour ago. A gentleman came down, and he dropped off some orders. He had some videotapes, and he had some uh, film that we restored. And one thing we were going through, Roger, this is amazing. He thought it was all film because they all come on these little reels. And I said to him, I said, sir, this is not a piece of film. This is an audio reel. And he said, you mean that's just sound? I said, yeah, it's just sound. He said, well, I don't even know what's on it. So we transferred this over, and believe it or not, Memorial Day weekend, right on Friday afternoon, we finished this project up. And here it was a military letter back to the folks here in the States. He was stationed in Oahu, uh, Hawaii at the time, February of 1959. And that's when this thing was recorded. It was an absolutely impeccable condition, still ran and played perfectly, and the gentleman that was in the... uh, the military was in the Navy, was was calling back. He says, Ma, yeah, I hate to write letters. I don't like letters, but this is great because I can go back and forth with you with you on this little tape recorder. And then he would you know, record on that, send it back to the States, and Mom and Dad would re-record and send it back to him. So he admitted, he says, I don't like to, I don't like to write, but this is great. So he says, I'm going to fill up this tape recorder. So we ran about 20 minutes of these little things. That's all they were, about 10 minutes on the side telling everything about what was going on out there and how things were still pretty calm at that particular time. But I just called the customer, and I said, you know, your, your job is completed. We did all three legs of this. You had the videotape, you had the film, and he says, well, what about that little reel? And I said, you're not going to believe what that little reel was. And he says, oh, my gosh, that was amazing. That was like my cousin Richie talking to my parents here in the States. He was so excited. He says, are you going to be open tomorrow? He, said, he wanted to come down and pick the stuff up. So, I mean, that just happened today. So it was memorable for us as well as it's going to be for him. So what a what a weekend, you know. And uh, we don't believe in coincidences. We just believe in fact. And I think that that was supposed to be put there this week uh, by the Lord to 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 uh, bring memories back to that that family. So that was the, that was my that's my Memorial Day story to you right now. Well, thank you for for sharing it with us. We're speaking with Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Not only where your memories can last forever, it's where they particularly have a special interest in preserving the memories of our United States military veterans and the great military history of our country and, uh, and the lives of our military veterans. And Vito, can you elaborate just a little bit more about the work that you do all year round uh, to preserve uh, the great history of, of the, and, and the great uh, personal accounts of so many of our military veterans that live right here in Central Florida? Yeah, they do. We, you know, we do a lot of the uh, bringing back all these tapes and reels and cassettes. 35-millimeter slides come in. See, back in the day, that was very, very, you know, pristine for people to, uh, they, would, they would take shots with their 35-millimeter cameras. 
course, they would send them back to the states to be developed, but they used ectochrome and kodachrome, and they used and these were the slides. So we've had thousands of those come in, and believe it or not, that slide, if you know that little 35-millimeter slide came in a little cardboard frame, and a lot of times they were put either into carousels or they were put into a magazine, and it held them in, in, in like, impeccable condition because it had a little cardboard frame around it, which kept it flat and straight and kept in these carousels, which really, really preserved them. So they're really a pleasure to do. We, we scan each one of those, give each one a number, put them in the categories, and put them in the JPEG files, which is easy to, to print out if you wanted to make printouts, if you wanted to attach a bunch of them to emails or Instagram or Sonogram or whatever the grams you want to do, you could attach them and, and send them in, uh, all, over the, all over the country to family and friends, and especially to their military buddies. And when they see the pictures, they're going, look, at that was Johnny, this was Jake, this was Mad Dog, oh, my gosh, they have all these nicknames, you know. So we scan these things and put them into, uh, into JPEG files, and they can watch them either on a computer, they can put them on their smart TVs and watch them just like a slideshow. So it's amazing. You know, we've seen everything from jets and aircraft carriers and choppers and, you know, right in the, right in the, in the foxholes, whatever you would like to call it. You know, they're right, right in there, I mean, shooting the dirt. <laughs> And uh, it's great to preserve the stuff. And when they see them, because they hadn't seen them in so many years, they didn't have a slide projector anymore. Those are gone like 35, 40 years ago. So they're ex- ecstatic about it. And they can't wait to share with the guys that they still know are around. They can attach them. And, you know, and then those guys say, I had some too. So they wind up sending them in. So if I sound excited about it, yeah, it is. It's, it's fun. We have a blast doing it. And it's just, you know, they, it's just a wonderful blessing that we can provide for people and they're so excited about it when they see these things. No, and thank you for being here to share about it with, with our listeners. Friends, we're speaking with Vito Fira, founder of Network Sound and Video, on our Tribute to Memorial Day program this weekend. We're glad that you're joining us. And a little bit later in our final segment, please stay tuned, and we're going to hear from United States military combat veteran Jose Belen, who was a combat veteran and he served two tours of duty in Iraqi Freedom uh, 1, Operation Iraqi Freedom 1, and Operation Iraqi Freedom 2. But now, Fido, I would like to, to also mention and have you to, to address uh, something that I, I try to talk about every time when you join us, and that is, you know, it was obvious that the, the heart that you have for the work that you do and, and, and you know, how much it means to you and Rhonda to, to you know, preserve these wonderful memories for your customers and our listeners um, and me, uh, you know, and, and as well as the great work that you've done for me personally. But I'd like to make the point once again that, you know, there are very few people that even do the kind of work that you do. And then it seems like most of the other people that do it are located, um, you know, somewhere else, you know, uh, around various places around the country, and which which basically means that um, if they're, if someone is not doing business with you and Rhonda, um, they're packing up their your cherished memories, shipping them off somewhere uh, to be worked on by strangers, and uh, you know, you know, hopefully they'll get them get them back in pretty good shape. But but you never really know. The point I would like to make is that, you know. When you deal with network sound and video, you can literally uh, drive up to your door, hand off your precious memories to Vito and Rhonda, and and, and make sure that you can come back and pick them up, you know, soon. And and they're going to be handled with uh, and taken care of with tender, loving care while they're away. Can you just address that that, that personal element of service that you deliver to your customers? Yeah, it's funny. We have a theme just about every week. Something happens where everybody brings in records. Everybody brings in a reel-to-reel. Everybody brings in a videotape. This week is 
I'm not sending these out to anybody else week. Everybody <laughs> that walks in says, I, they bring these things, that, you know, they're, they're 30, 40, 50, even longer, older than that when they bring in film from the 40s. Uh, they're saying, I'm not sending this stuff out. I will look high and low. And as a last resort, they might send it out only because they didn't know us. We're right here. We have a small little museum. People come in. They're taking pictures of all the stuff that's hanging up on the walls. And they're thrilled because they can drop it off, and they know they're going to get everything back. I heard that some competitors don't send the originals back because it costs money to ship them back to them, especially if they're coming from California area. So they don't do that. These, you get everything back. You can decide what you'd like to do with them afterwards. But they don't want to just mail them out. They want to bring them in. They want to shake our hands. They can get some candy and cookies and everything else we've got here. And they, and they look at our little museum, and uh, and many of them mention a couple things that are happening right now. They want to get them going. First of all, Father's Day is right in the works. That's coming up, and a great gift for Dad. Nobody wants to, you know, what, what can you be, how can you be looking at your own family memories? You know what I mean? Whether it was him and the kids and, and pool parties and Disney trips or golfing or whatever, you know. And the second thing is we're getting ready for hurricane season, so people are thinking about that. And they're thinking, boy, I better get these done because I've heard some nightmares with that uh, people didn't uh, they didn't uh, bring the things in to get them transferred to the digital formats, and they had problems during storms. So that's what we're hearing this week. You know, I'm not sending them anywhere. Father's Day is coming and hurricane season, so get them in here. Like I said, we'll, we'll get them in, get them done, and, uh, and and just love the media. We you know we don't put you on. There's no answering machine. You, you come in, you call, we answer the phone. Vito, I appreciate the, all the work that you do, and thank you especially for joining us here on Memorial Day weekend and share about how the, the great work that you do on behalf of our military veterans and also uh, to honor those who died defending our freedom and our security. Thank you, Roger, for having, having us. God bless you. God bless your wonderful audience and the memories of all the military, the brave out there that keep us free. We are a blessed nation, and I want to keep it that way for as long as we can. God bless America. Absolutely. Well, friends, we're going to go to another break. When we come back, we'll have our final segment on today's tribute to Memorial Day. And if you, um, we're going to hear from United States Army Specialist Jose Bolin, who was a combat veteran from Operation Iraqi Freedom 1 and Operation Iraqi Freedom 2. If you've ever wanted, wondered what it was like to serve in combat, um, you're going to hear when we come back from both Jose Bolin and from Sergeant Lou Boria um, about that tr- incredible horrific, actually, experience. Please stay with us on Talking Old School and Roger Franklin Williams' tribute to Memorial Day. We'll be right back. But only three when the green parade Back at home a young wife waits Her green parade has met his fate Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show and the Talking Old School with Roger Franklin Williams. See, very pleased that you're joining us today and this evening. And for a very special program, it's our annual tribute to Memorial Day the program every year where we honor those who died, those men and women who died in service to America, defending our freedom and security. We have a great lineup of military veterans 
joining us on the program today. We're actually going to replay some interviews that we recorded previously on previous Veterans Day and Memorial Day programs. Before we go further, I want to let you know that today and tonight's programs are presented by Attorney Russ McClatchy, Attorney at Law. Attorney Russ McClatchy recognizes and honors all the members of the United States military who gave their lives to protect America's freedom and security. And we'll hear more about Attorney Russ McClatchy later in our program. I do want to let you know that he has been recognized by his peers for a 30-plus year record of competence, honesty, and integrity. Tell you a little bit about who we're going to hear from, and then we'll begin to hear from the interviews from our outstanding military veterans. First, we will speak with Sergeant Jose Bolin. He is a United States Army combat veteran, Army specialist. He served in both Operation Iraqi Freedom 1 and 2. He had two deployments. Later in our program, we will hear from Sergeant William Boyles. He had three combat deployments, United States Army um, combat veteran. We'll also hear from Later, we'll hear from Sergeant Lou Boria. Sergeant Lou Boria is a veteran of World War II. He entered as a teenager to serve and enlisted as a teenager to serve in World War II. He's also a decorated combat veteran of both World War II and Korea. And then later in our program, we'll go back and we'll hear from Specialist Jose Belen. So now let's go to Specialist Jose Belen on today's Special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show and Talking Old School as we honor Memorial Day. The mission is to zero out uh, veteran suicide. Um, you know, what uh, folks don't realize is that the warrior may leave the battlefield with his life, but the battlefield never leaves the warrior. Um, war is a unique place where you see so many horrible things but you at the same time can see so many beautiful things and that's in the camaraderie and then doing work together um and the loss of a you know brother in combat or or you know if you've carried innocence children dying and and, and you know experience that um and you come home with that the warriors are quiet we don't do it for the glory the more uh, the movies you know, we understand it, but at the end of the day, we do it for the right reasons. And the, the nightmares are constant. The triggers are there. And we have to learn to live with these um, visions, you know, the sounds. And sometimes those sounds are too much for us. And uh, every 65 to 72 minutes, it's estimated that we lose a, a veteran by their own hand. Um, I myself nearly took my life um, you know, I, I spoke briefly on the passing of, of uh, you know, my best friend in combat, um, you know, and uh, you know, he, had a, he had a daughter that he wanted to come home to. And, um, you know, my, my mission was to clearly keep, you know, him and all my brothers alive that I could, but beyond that, to make sure he made it home to raise his daughter, and that didn't happen for him. And so I'm incredibly close to his parents, um, his family. I carry him and all my fallen. Um, and all their families, the Gold Star families are out here in America, you know, and, and they're just like us quiet. And, um, you know, we can do so much for one another, but the fight to keep us alive begins here within our own ranks, getting comfortable with speaking, 
um, what we went through, um, our own suffering, you know, wasn't for anything. We're, we're strong enough to overcome it, and we can help someone um, see that they're just as strong as well before it's too late. And so I'm on a mission to, you know, help end veterans, um, you know, find one another again. Because the same way we can have our backs downrange in the middle of battle, we can do that here at home. Um, but it's not going to happen because, you know, the thank yous aren't enough. Um, we need to go beyond the thank yous. And, you know, we have to take care of one another. And selfless service does not stop our values, you know, that we swore an oath to have no expiration date. So that guides us today and guides me today to be there for my brother and my sister if they need me. Specialist Jose Belin, and just let me say briefly, uh, appreciate the work that you are doing to continue to stay in touch with your brothers, veterans, oh, yeah. who, combat veterans, and to help them with these incredible, incredibly difficult, incredibly challenging, in some cases horrible things that they bring home in their mind and, right. and, and can never, never get rid of it. And it's all because... They just want to serve and protect our freedom and our liberty. Well, the thing is, when you're when you're at the ledge of life and you're contemplating your life, you don't want to go, you know. And I was at a place, um, you know, as a veteran, you know, myself, that I know every day there's veterans there. If I could be where I am today, surrounded by supporting, you know, friends, family, and a community, they need to feel that too. And, um, you know, one, one veteran at a time, you know, we can make an impact, Um you know, I, I represent a lot of the families of the fallen on the battlefield, but I represent a lot of the families of those who we lose here at home, and those pieces are uh, not able to be put back together. So we just got to keep fighting together. Yeah. Specialist Jose Belin. One, one more thing I'd like to just address with that, and we're down to about our last four minutes, is, you know, one thing that I've learned from talking to veterans, just like, like you guys, um, combat veterans, is your cha- combat changes you forever in that. And, and part of that is the experience, the horrible experiences you see and you, and you have to endure and deal with, which include losing your, your friends and, and, your, and your, uh, your comrade, your brothers, but also that com- the kind of camaraderie and relationships that you yeah. build with your brothers sure. is different than any kind of relationship you'll have with any non-combat person, including your family. Can you address that and the challenges of that? Well, it's it's just you go through something together. War is another universe. There's no parallel like it. If you've been there, you understand it. You don't have to talk about it. You just look at each other, and, and there's no way to be able to articulate what the moment of battle is, the hunting of men, when, and then to know that that person next to you, you know, is is critical just as much as you are, and there's just a a bond there that um you know our commanding general before we we went into uh to iraq let us know i uh, said you know look to your front look to your rear look to your left look to your, you know look at each other and look at each other in the eyes because we're not all going to come home some of you will die and you got to think you I was stationed in Germany. You know, we train together. You get ready for battle. You know, you have beers with these brothers. You, you go through that. It's like, you can't die. There's no way that that's going to happen for him. And if it has to be me first, so it will be. And so... The point that, the point that he's making out is also the Marine Corps and Army. Anybody who's in combat, okay? He's after a firefight to go around and get the wounded and the dead. Yeah. And the guys, like he said, 
guys that you just had a few beers with. The guy's gone. You see that guy, and you're pulling him, and you see the crap that he's in, and it's yeah. it's so insane. It, it's, it's it's just you know, and like like I said, it's that love that you and, and get with each other, and to see a guy smashed up like that, and then you got to drag him out, blood him up on the road, wrap him up in a poncho, and then and then, and then they expect you to function. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so that's why the you know the color red on the flag, you know, for for me, I I carried some of my my own friends, you know, with my hands their blood. I saw it. So the flag here, the colors on this flag, to me, I always see, you know, the blood of patriots, good people. And they, and they, and the, the thing about it is, we all know the cost. We're all willing to pay it. But they're just not here to, to say it. So we, we are. Friends, thank you for joining us today on the Roger Frank and Williams Show and on Talking Old School on this evening on our annual tribute to Memorial Day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 